You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, we do a podcast. Al, what's up, man? We do do a podcast, Jerry. So you know how I uh, got tickets for South Bend, Indiana to see John Mellencamp? I am well aware. And I've booked my travel. I'm all excited to go. It was the uh, the final night of his tour, Jerry. Right. Closing it out as, I want to be the final night. He just had a night. Well, he uh, he fell ill yesterday. Oh. And canceled uh, Milwaukee yesterday and tonight and he tacked them on at the uh for the days after wow so it's not gonna be the final. So now i'm not gonna have the but final then, you know night what, though there's nothing you can do about nothing that. i can do about it right? i don't feel like that was anything out of bounds that's you know he's doing them a solid but he's doing the right thing he he he's going back to milwaukee yes. for a show he had to cancel yeah what would suck is if he gets sick for my show and i have yes. to travel all the way out there that's, that's what the suck. problem with traveling for these shows yes you're not local. If they got to change it or, or delay it a couple of days, then what do you do? Right. That yeah, that would suck. That would suck. You'll be all right though. I, yeah. That's it's still where he. It's going to be great. You're right. It's going to be great. Right. In in years from now, I'm not going to remember. Oh, that wasn't no. the fun. No. I'm going to have a good time. Unless he ends the show by saying, "I got two more to go." <laughs> See you. Which he's not going to do. Right. All right. I also don't have John Mellencamp. As like I I'm not expected like my expectations are not that he's Bruce Springsteen, but he's still he's a, he's still a Hall of Famer, isn't he? Oh no, hundred percent. I'm saying right now his performance level. Oh, I see what you're saying. From what I see on video, is not equal to Bruce Springsteen, which is really crazy right now for a man of seventy three years. Is Camp just calmer and he's more calm? More yeah, boring. But he's also not doing uh, arenas. You know, he's doing small theaters. Yeah, uh, okay. You know, Makes when sense. you're playing arenas, you got to be more yeah. arena rock. And then uh, then Bruce will play the stadiums in the summer. It was cool. He's playing like Wrigley Field. Yes. Uh, Fenway Park, doing all That's those things. That's become a big thing. Yeah. baseball stadium concerts. I think it's cool. I think any type of, any interesting, cool stadium to do. Yeah. I got to go see Pink at City Field this year. Oh, is she playing there? Yeah. She's playing City Field and Citizens Bank Park. A pride of City Field. Yeah. We'll see. I saw Zach Brown band at City Field. I was disappointed. You didn't like the acoustics, you said, right? You didn't like yeah, the it, it may have been where I was sitting. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just... And he also... What's weird about Zach Brown band? He's kind of a mellow dude mm-hmm. to be playing a big place. He's got a lot of mellow sure. dude songs. Mellow dude songs? Yeah. <laughs> and plus, he's got a lot of songs like that people smoke weed to. 
which I guess is like everything these days. I gotta be honest, days. that's all songs now. It is right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't. Judas Priest were smoking weed. Let's smoke some weed. Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Crosby passed away, but you know, weed. Uh, yes. Let's get some weed and enjoy Fish. the show. Weed. Lots of weed. The Dead and Company. Weed, yeah. weed, 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 weed. Who is in that? That's originally from the Grateful Dead. Uh, Anybody? Bob Ware? Weir? Okay. Maybe. There's got to be somebody. Yeah. Right? Because isn't it John Mayer that's the lead singer now? Um, no, I think John Mayer would go and play guitar with them. Oh, I thought he sung for yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was thinking about that over the years. Like, So, so yeah, John Mayer goes and plays guitar with Grateful Dead. Uh, Bruce Hornsby over the years would play piano for Grateful oh, Dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Clarence Clemens, during off times with Bruce Springsteen, would sometimes play saxophone for the Grateful Dead. Oh. But I started thinking, like, you have to learn all their songs. We might know them already. And jam out to them? But you might know them. Some you probably have to learn. That's how you got to be such an expert at being a yeah. musician. Because you got to be great at it. To not only know the Grateful Dead songs, but to know, okay, this is going to be a 23-minute version of it, and I've got to m- figure it out. Yeah, on the fly. On the fly. Yeah. Hmm. No doubt. <laughs> no, doubt. <laughs> no doubt, Jerry. I had my first uh, day of dog uh, evaluation training? training yesterday with, uh, with Brittany, the dog trainer. I uh, went pretty good. I, she actually got a response from uh, Whimsy. So it's really just you. It could just no, be I'm me. Just I mean, listen, she had the proper treats, which was great. Okay. Because uh, Whimsy is not treat motivated, I didn't think. But she was very interested in these. How was Whimsy when she left? Tired, like, that's uh, enough. Okay. Yeah, she was even getting, like, while the the last part of the hour when uh, Brittany was there, she was like, all right. Like, she would throw her a treat, like, to try to get her to... Not interested anymore. That's good. I've had enough. I've had a couple treats. I'm good. (laughs) I've had enough. How many many did you buy? Lessons? Training? Um, Well, you have to do the evaluation first, which was yesterday. Oh, okay. Which was sort of like a mini trading lesson as well. And then I have uh, training on Friday. I guess we go as we go to see how long it takes her to figure out how to stop eating. you just pay her $400 every time she comes over. (laughs) It's $100. Well, listen, if I could get this solved in a couple trainings, it'll be worth it for me. Or Cause, 12. Because right now, it's not going to take 12. Okay. Right now, it's very uh, stress for me. I know it is. I know. You got to get this figured out. I got to get it figured out. No doubt. Because she's just eating everything on these. Uh... <laughs> not only that, the, the geese have become very aggressive. With her? Just in or town. Just in general. And yeah, towards her. But I, I think it's just in, in general. I don't know. I did Google. While I was on my walk, I talked into my phone and asked Siri, when is geese, when do geese lay eggs? Spring. Mm. So, because people have told me on the Bradley Beach message board that I asked about this. Of course I did. They said, oh, they're protecting their nests. I'm like, protecting their nests? I'm not even near their nests. Well, they feel threatened. They do feel threatened. Bring a tennis racket. I'm starting to think I might have to. They threaten you. You threaten them. Right. They're hissing at my dog. And my dog has no... This is weird about this dog. Has no idea when something is threatening it. She's just in la-la land? La-la land. She could be within six feet of a goose that's going... And coming towards her. No. A dog sometimes will bark a foot from her face. Aggressively bark right at her. She doesn't even look up. How do you react to that? Um. Well, I try not to react with fear because I because they say dogs sense fear. Yeah, 
So I just hope that the other dog owner is does something. Make sure that the dog doesn't reach my dog. Yeah, I don't like that. That's yeah, it's weird. That ain't a good situation to be in. Yeah, it's weird. Man, it's weird, Jerry. Hmm. Uh, and then I've been struggling with uh, size of clothing. I've had this issue before. Small. No. Small long. No. No. You're so thin. I know. This is a problem. You know, Flag and Anthem sends us yes. packages and packages of clothing. Every season they come out with That's new stuff. That's what you're wearing. Flag That's what I'm wearing now. Looks good. But so many times their large is way large. Mm-hmm. And this happens with all companies. So I'm assuming it's my body. And the mediums are just a tad snug. I don't so you know. need an in, but you need a medium large. <laughs> I need a, a medium plus or a, yeah. and it's such a hard, like I can't order clothing online. No, you need to go actually try stuff on. Because what I'm noticing with a lot of things, if something is a large and too big for me, it's long. I will tell you, we went to Joseph's birthday is today. So we yeah. went and Kim and I went and bought a few things yesterday and we were looking at, uh, you're not looking at, but we do shorts and bathing suits, stuff like that. And the difference in sizes from Under Armour to Nike to Champion to Adidas was ridiculous. Yes. They were all different. And within, you might go, oh, oh uh, I have all these Nike shirts and I have them in a large. I'll get this in a large. It could be gigantic. It, yeah, it's possible. Very, po- it's, it's annoying. I don't know why there isn't like uh, to go, okay, so to sell a large shirt, it means it's this long this wide, sleeves are this. You want universal sizes. Universal sizes. Right. Now, if, when you wash them, if something happens because the material is different, that's one thing. But right. before you buy them, they should be universally the same. Right. If you wash it and dry it and you fry it. You know, Gina got me a, a jean jacket, which I wanted, like a black jean jacket. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she may have got it for me last Christmas. And it was it was right before I got a large. And I tried it on. I was like, eh, this will work because if I got a medium, it's going to be too... Then I lost my weight. And now the jacket, I've never worn it. You can't wear it. It hangs on you. Right. So I just ordered one in a medium. Oh. But now what do I do with this large? Hold on to it for when you actually have some uh, weight gain. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. Yeah. Because, I, I, listen, my, I'm all over the place with my weight right now. So I've got clothes that don't fit me, clothes that are too big. I'm, And I don't want to get rid of the clothes. It's all new. It's good right. stuff. It's good stuff. And then I also start to think, like, should I really pare down my clothing? And go, these shirts fit me perfectly. I'm getting rid of all the others. I would tell you this. If we weren't doing this show on television every day, yeah. I would keep 20 shirts and that's it. And that's it. But it's like you wear something and then they, they play a, oh, three weeks ago this happened. And you're in the same shirt. Yeah. It looks ridiculous. So you do need some semblance of an assortment. So like that shirt you have on today fits you perfectly, I would this say. This one does. Yeah, this one. This and the flag and anthem. But like look at this one. Tell me, I feel like this is too long. I don't think so cuz it's hanging. Like I don't it. think. No, I don't I actually don't think so. That's where I would want it. Yeah. Actually. Yeah, no, no. I if you're not tucking it in, I would actually want a little bit of length on it. I hate I don't want to lift my arms up and have my my belly button exposed. Yeah, that's true. But sometimes with the hoodies, they're long. Some can be, yeah, it and some sucks. go right to the waist. Absolutely, and some go to the waist. Some are snug, some are softer and bigger. Yep, it's all different. Some are, and I'm done buying crappy T-shirts. Yeah, I'll tell no, you that right you. now. I'm not buying anything gilded. Gilded, you're out. I want next level. Those are three dollars. I know it's the problem. Yes, I but want. If the... You need shirts quick and cheap, free. Yeah, emotional. Free. 
Those are, but if those I'm are buying great. a shirt, and I don't even mind paying thirty dollars for a T-shirt if it's a nice material and I don't it fits buy, me nice. I'm with you. You know what I mean? I completely agree with you. No but doubt. These shirts that are, I just can't figure Speaking it of out. Shirts? Did you see the story on Walmart? The shirt they had to pull off their, off the shelves. No. Well, sounds uh, like well, what so kind I'm of shirt ask is you this? To see if you can figure it All out. All right. So they have a big R E. It's a on R-E the shirt E on okay. the shirt re, and then you've got words mm-hmm. next to it. So it's recycle, use, new, renew, think, rethink. Massive outrage for what? Rethink what? Recycle, recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. Yeah, because <laughs> the RE was in big letters by okay. itself. The other four words were down a right. line. The problem was the first letter of those words spelled out C U N T. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. I and that's it was that was a real shirt. Yes, you, I actually saw the picture in the paper and the uh, on the USA Today website. Do you think the person who created that shirt knew that or no? no? I don't. It just was one of those. It things looks like that a happened. cool shirt. Yeah, but then when someone points it out, you can't get your eyes off it. Right. C U N T. That's funny. I thought that was funny. Yeah. I had that I had that listed for today. I never got to it. Well, that's a good one. And then this one I thought was funny too. <laughs> we always talk about at least talk, well, yeah. We I guess the two of us do. It's easy to find out where people live. I mean, if you, you yeah. Google hard enough, you can figure out a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. So this Formula One driver, his name is Charles Leclerc. I don't know how popular he is. Charles I have Leclerc. no idea. Somehow his address got out there and it got leaked all over the place. He went on social media to beg people to stop coming to his house and ringing the doorbell. Formula One people were coming to his house? Like fans? He lives in Monaco, yeah. And fans were coming to his home and ringing the bell trying to meet him. Hi, is the Formula One driver home? I'd love to say hello. That is tremendous. Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. So you need to get a place like Bruce Springsteen does, where I would I would have been I would have definitely gone up and rang Bruce Springsteen's doorbell. I know you would if I would have been able to. Right now you're hanging out in the driveway past the <laughs> gate, hoping to say hello, trying may to get I, a look. May I say hello to Mr. Springsteen? That is too funny. Yeah. Hello, is Bruce there? I was at his last concert. I cried. I cried. I want to talk. <laughs> I would like to talk to him about it. <laughs> it's funny. Bruce is playing the. Uh, USB Arena again UBS tonight. UBS Arena. I'm not sure where USB Arena is. You... UBS Arena, UBS you say? UBS Arena tonight, yes. Oh, okay. UBS Arena. You really thought it was USB Arena? Yes. <laughs> the USB port. And it's uh, Greg Nettles, not Craig Nettles, as you called him this morning in the warm-up show. Yeah, you know what? As I was... Uh, I know that Greg Nettles... I knew there was a weird spelling with it. And I was like, is it Craig or Greg? I remember there was something odd about it. Because mm-hmm. his son played for the Somerset Patriots for a long time. Oh, is that time. true? He played third base. And oh, okay. Greg Nettles used to go to the games. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you go say hello? No, but I, but it was there was always a buzz. Oh, I'm sure. Greg Nettles is here. Yeah. Because Sparky Lyle was also the manager of the Somerset really? Patriots. Yeah. He had a, a Greg Nettles' son who was a power hitter. Power hitting third baseman. Wow. Never made it, I guess. Never made it, though. Goes to show how difficult it's just so right. Hard. Like you'd be the best guy on a team Doesn't and not matter. even get a sniff somewhere. Doesn't matter. Which is really strange. Then when you see guys that look like they stink, <laughs> right? 
because that's how good they actually at a major league, they're actually really good at a major league like level. Tomas Nito, who can't hit a lick, yeah, and throwing the ball in the right field last night, he dominated probably coming up the ranks at some level. Probably the whole level, right? You would think. Probably from the time he was in the Little League. You would certainly think so, yes. All the way through. Hard to get to that level without doing that. Yeah. And, I mean, I see these high school kids. I mean, I'm seeing, you know, kids throwing 90. I'm seeing kids hitting the ball 400 feet. I'm like, my God, this kid's got a future. Is this kid, anybody looking at him? No. No. Okay. No interest. Okay, awesome. A lot of talent out there. Yeah. And a lot of it comes from down south where they really play all year round. And I saw, I got a couple of people reached out to me with a uh, Facebook post, Jerry, about this flag football game we're, yeah, we're playing. Yeah, you know, in. I meant to mention that this yeah. morning. I forgot. I mean, so tomorrow. what is this? So I, I will please, if I, I want to remember to mention it tomorrow. Okay. They released the, the online flyer yesterday. Yes. So Aaron Van Trees was a player at St. John Vianney uh, High School, senior, same age as my son. In New Jersey. And he was paralyzed in a game uh, in the fall. So Boomer and Geo agreed. You and Eddie and myself agreed we're going to go play a flag football game for charity there on May 4th uh, in Homedale. Um, 100% of any money raised is going to that family. Obviously, their medical bills are ridiculous. Um, and so it's going to be us five, and then I got, like, five other guys that are going to play with us. And um, we're going to play the SJV football team. It should be fun, hour, hour and a half, in and out. Playing high school kids, Jerry? Yeah. They're going to run all over us. Yeah, they might. Yeah, probably. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be fun. And we're going to, at the end of the day, it's raising a lot of money. So um, I will mention it tomorrow. I got to, I want to actually print the flyer out so I can give the proper um, uh, email address to buy tickets. Tickets are 10 bucks, and I don't think they're going to last all that long. Yeah. Because the kids in the high school apparently started spreading the flyer last oh, okay. night. So you got to figure once that happens. Do you think high school kids know who we are? It's funny you say that. I will tell you, a lot of Matthew's friends watch us. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, now, does that mean the majority of them do? No, I, I don't think so. But I think what's cool about it is a lot of his friends, Aaron's friends, and my son's friends want to be there. Um, a lot of his classmates want to be there. And a lot of their parents listen or watch. Right. So I think it works all around. The parents. Yeah, parents. So I think it's neat. Were you able to uh, tune in at all yesterday, Jerry, to Tiki and Salicata? No, I was not. I tried it. A little bit on the way home. Yeah, I, I caught a little bit of it while I was doing I actually had running around to do yesterday. It was very unlikely. Look at you. I, yeah. was, I was on the phone on the way home with my wife. That was the problem. Yeah. It didn't. It was a weird. I was hoping to get a better feel. Chemistry's everything, man. Yeah, I was trying to get a better feel for it. Yeah, I think it's the first time they worked with each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's always weird, too, because if you're Sal in that position, Sal is normally the dominant Mm -hmm. guy on the air, but you're coming into somebody else's show, and you're filling in for somebody. Yeah, and you're really not yourself. Right, you're not yourself. You can't be the dominant guy driving the show because it's not your show. You know what I find interesting? And I think when I, I think Sal and I do uh, very kind of like with you. I've I've actually told Spike there's two people here I could work with you and Sal. You know, um, Giannotti, sure, and Boomer, yes. But I'm talking they're settled, and you know what I mean. And so the thing I find interesting about when I work with Sal, I lead the show. He's still the dominant voice though, which is that's hard to do. Yeah, very hard to do if you think about it. Like he's cool with me kind of driving the boat. But his voice is the dominant voice. 
And I no issue with that at all. I love it. I think he does a great job. You know, I'm a huge fan of his. But what he does, I think, is difficult. And, and we make it work, I think. Yeah, definitely. And he also seems like Sal's one of those guys who are on the air. Kind of like how Craig is. You think that the person is a lunatic off the air. Mm-hmm. And off the air, is I feel like he's subdued. Mm-hmm. Uh, quiet, oh, yeah. Yeah. polite. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Respectful. Hell of a nice guy. He's got a temper. Yeah. He's got that Italian temper for sure. But he is just a good dude. Yeah. You know, like Craig is quiet and just fun. Not the maniac that you hear on the air. Yeah, I've also noticed that too with like, just like how somebody is performing versus in real life and how that changes. Okay. So... I always, I know I keep going back to Bruce Springsteen, but the guy's 73 years old. And when I'm seeing pictures of him, you know, sometimes when they're in a town, like he, when they were in Denver, he went clothes shopping at this store and the woman recognized him and she wanted the picture and posted the picture. He looks like an old man. Yeah. Like here's an old man shopping. And then the guy on the stage is not an old man. Mm-mm. And I will tell you many years ago. This is going back many years when we would travel for Monday Night Football with Boomer. Very early on, I saw Michael Wilbon Mm -hmm. covering a game. He looked old. Really? was walking slow. I was like, oh, my God, he seems so old. And this is probably 15 years ago. This is probably at least 12 years ago. Wow. 10 to 12 years ago. And I turn on PTI. He looks great. And he's full of energy. Lights are on. Makeup's on. Ready, set, camera, action. Yeah, and I yeah. guess that's like the the guys that that keep performing. We talked about Bob Euchre the other yeah. day. Like, bring it. There's something that when that microphone goes on, it can be electrifying. Yeah, I remember even many years ago. Again, we had Tommy Lasorda in here. Okay, and I remember when I met him at the elevator and was walking with him. I was like, "We're in trouble <laughs> because this is a really old guy." Yeah, who's mumbling. And, and then, and then he got him in here in front of the microphone, turned it completely on. Then that's something. It's so weird. Yeah. It's so strange how that. And then that's when I start thinking, like, why I always go, this guy needs to retire. They're too old. They should retire and let somebody else come up. That that keeps them alive. Young. Yes, because I've always said that. Yeah, I, I I get your point about making room for that. I I understand that. There's other jobs. There are always other jobs. You yeah. know, I, I would love to be the Nets announcer. I'm never going to be that. Right. Because Chris Carino's my age, and he's never giving up that job. Uh, it sucks for me. <laughs> Can I tell you? I, you know? Yeah. It is, it's the luck of the draw sometimes. That's why I sit there and say... Yeah, you can tell your kids to dream, and they should. There's no doubt about it. They should dream the biggest dreams ever. Temper your enthusiasm. (laughs) (laughs) Have a game plan. Because if there's one specific thing you want, sometimes it's just not in the cards for you. It ain't your fault. Right. Timing. Just the way Timing's everything. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. I wouldn't be sitting here today if it wasn't for good timing. So, yes. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. You need good timing, you need skill, and then you need to, once you once you get there from the good timing and the skill, keep it. Yeah. Kim sent me a text last night, of course, as I'm laying down. She goes, is Craig leaving? I just saw an article. I'm like, <laughs> I 
I'm like, oh my God, new news. So I, as I'm laying down, oh, I'm searching Craig. I'm like, that's five days ago. Yeah. Like, you just saw this He's now? just seeing it, yeah. So she did. It just popped up on her feed. Yeah. I said, yeah you know, I, I, I analyzed I that no article idea. the other day myself. Okay. It didn't really have a lot of information in it at no. all. No, I didn't think so either. Like, I was, I was, I was like, oh, what is this? I love juicy station gossip. Yeah. I, and we I, didn't learn anything No. By it. it was like a lot of... Just the could, fact that they're interested in him. Okay. Yeah. Why wouldn't they be? This could happen. Right. We know this. Yeah. The moment he took that job, it could happen. Yep. So who knows if there's any truth to it? Yeah, I'm staying tuned. Stay tuned right now, Jerry. All right, let's do the warm up program now. Listen, you're hosting again tomorrow. I am. Are you doing the warm up? Up to you. I think I'm going to let Peter do it. Okay. This is a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot of talking. Yeah. I'll let Peter do it. He's he's probably anxious. Uh, don't tell him, Jerry, but I'm going to ring in some French dressing and <laughs> pour it right on his head at 5 o'clock. That smells better, at least. It does smell. Boy, oh, I used to go to the Red Lobster, Yeah, and they had this French dressing on their salad yeah, yeah. that was like candy. Yep, delicious. Right? So much sugar it in it. It was so red. Yep. Oh, my God. And you get those cheese biscuits yes. with the red French dressing on the salad. Oh, you know, by the way, my. one of those biscuits and dressing is basically your full day's uh, calories now. And then the fried shrimp platter. I mean, that <laughs> red lobster was you something You were living else. well. I was living it up back then. All right, Jerry, warm-up show. We'll see you tomorrow. So Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Well, good morning over there, and welcome to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. Uh, Jerry's in the bullpen right now. He is hosting with Geo today as Boomer's taking a day off. 
Was he suspended or did he, is he just a day off? He's lazy. Uh, he's lazy. Uh, Boomer will be out uh, today. Uh, Boomer will be out tomorrow. Boomer will be out Friday. Friday. So yes. he's showing back up Thursday. He's got some golf trip. Must be nice. Oh, yeah. Boomer loves a golf trip. I love a golf trip, but I don't get to go on as many as he yeah, does. Yeah, so. uh, these are times where I wish I liked golf because then because w- going places that look nice, like you go to Arizona and you see the golf courses, they're Tremendous. beautiful. Yes. That I wish that I played golf. So start playing golf. Um, that is something pe- older people do when they uh, get, <laughs> get into the... That, you know, why don't I do that? Right. And then the ball is still. There's no one throwing it at you, hitting right. it at you. You're just the golf ball there. You hit the still ball and you you walk to it. That's it. Like I've been on some cruises in my lifetime and sometimes it'd be like the excursions play beautiful golf yeah. off of Carousel. Or yeah. Carousel. I was like, oh, man, why don't I do Better that? Better than Schwartz. Yeah, it just seems like a great thing to do, but I also feel like I'm. Uh, it's such a frustrating game that it, it would infuriate me. I don't well, have the patience. The yeah, it infuriates the professionals as well. Right, that's what I mean. Golf is a golf is a tough game. I just know how I was behaving this morning in traffic. <laughs> I was in traffic at uh, four a.m. And Jerry was right in front of me. I'm with you. I would have been. See, I avoided that. Yeah. So that's why there wasn't steam coming out of my ears when I walked in. But yeah, you, I could tell, needed to leave you alone for a little bit. Let's I got come sl- back down to neutral. Yeah, I got slow rolled in the Holland Tunnel this yeah, morning. Where they, the I don't know what, why they do that. They they send a construction vehicle super slow. Yeah. Blocking the lanes. I have no idea why. There's no reason for it. They weren't picking up cones. Nothing was happening. There must be a reason. It's just not evident to us. And I was one of those guys laying on my horn. I did it. <laughs> I had to do it. Were you directly behind the slow no, moving? No, I was, I was three behind. Oh, Jerry so that's was even worse. Jerry was like two behind. So, <laughs> then I was giving the finger, the middle <laughs> finger, across my windshield in case they were looking in the rearview mirror. I wanted to catch them. You thought the constru- the whatever you call yeah. it, work vehicle, was going to see your middle finger Correct. three cars back in their side view mirror? Because yeah. there's no rear view mirror for that truck, no, right? They've got no back window. No back window, but yeah. just I, I wanted to be like, is there a guy four cars back giving me the middle finger? Yes, there is. That's and only going to make him go slower, Al. That's fine. And then as I drove past him when we got out of the tunnel, <laughs> middle finger, <laughs> right mean? hand, not sticking out the window, but just, you know, I just, I needed, I needed to feel better. Yes. You needed to vent your frustration in a certain way. And I don't know if Jerry knew I was the guy blowing my oh, horn. He knew. Yeah. He told you? He didn't say the horn. He, just, <laughs> he he goes, I was a couple guards behind him, and his eyes were just wide. I was right behind him, yeah. I was just, like, waving my two middle fingers. But I was Wait, actually, you were behind Jerry? I, I was right he was behind. behind you. No, I was right behind Jerry. Oh, so he could have thought that you were hon- probably, you're honking at Jerry. He's probably like, enough already. It's not my fault. Stop riding the horn on me here. And I did the one where you just lay in on it. For how long? Eh, 15 seconds. 15? Yeah. Oh. I wanted to send a point and then You're the middle that finger. Guy. Wow. I was that guy today. <laughs> but I was doing it out of my other reaction is screaming angrily at the top of my lungs. Sure. So I went instead with this, I'm going to be the horn guy yeah. and and, and entertain myself. You got to save the voice. You got a big one hour program to get through here. Save the voice. Enjoy it. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So here we are. And while I was in there, at one point completely stopped, I said, I'm going to watch my Mets Highlight package now. Uh, there you go. And Multitask. Making multitasking. the best use of your time. Absolutely. And what did I see? Max Scherzer. Gio called yesterday. Had to be, uh, I forget what he, he, wasn't a bounce back spot. 
sack up spot. Yeah, I didn't know if I was allowed to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Sack up. You got to sack up. You got to sack up. And he did sack up. Sacked up for five innings. Yeah. Sacked up for five innings. By the way, the Padres didn't have a hit to that fifth inning. That's right. And I got to tell you, Brandon Nimmo should have dove for that ball. Oh, you would have laid out. I would have laid out. Yeah. If Brandon Nimmo dives for that ball, maybe Max Scherzer goes full on no hitter. Yeah. You know who's thanking Brandon Nimmo who? for not diving? Buck Showalter. Why? You know why? Took that decision right out of his hands about the no hitter. Oh, right. There you go. April 10th. Third start of the year, not what you want. Yeah, but he looked, I would say he looked great. I love a guy who, a pitcher whose hat is filthy. His and hat, for, yeah. For whatever reason, his hat was just filled with, looked like he'd eaten a powdered donut in the dugout well, and then grabbed his hat. just a raging lunatic to begin with, so he's got the two colored eyes. Yeah. He gives weird stares into the camera in the dugout. Hair is all a mess. Well, what's going on with his hat? Like, what's on it? I guess the, the rosin bag? Yeah, probably. But... Every pitcher uses the rosin bag. Some, but some guys like probably get a new hat every start that don't care. But creatures of habit, who knows how long he's? Maybe that hat is the one that they issued to him on day one of spring training, and he took it all the way through February and March, and he brought brought it north with him. Oh, but is that allowed? Because they use different hats, I think, in spring training. You're allowed so. to keep one hat for the whole season. Why if the you hell want? not? Because it looks dirty. So, and that's bad for the product. Nah. I know they they let them use those batting helmets where they used to gunk them all up with... Uh, yeah, the pine tar. Pine tar, yeah. yeah. That I like. Not on purpose, just the pine tar is on your batting gloves yeah. or your hands, and from adjusting the helmet over time, it gets on the crown of the helmet. Yeah, I would think you issued a new hat. Uh, ba- uh, you know, I'm pitcher sure if gets you a new want hat. to, yeah. But I, I would think you were... Like, I, t- I figure they'd walk by and go, this is trash. Whoosh, right I think the Max Scherzer gets what Max Scherzer wants. He does what he wants? Yeah. If Johnny Brito from the Yankees says, I want to keep the hat. I've had two good starts in the big leagues. I don't know. Maybe not. They'll be like, you know what? You're getting a new hat. Win a couple Cy Youngs and then come back and talk to us. I do see that they, they didn't fix that gigantic patch yet, the Presbyterian. Fix it? How do you? What? How well, do you... they're supposedly changing the color on it. Oh, that's so right. So it's yes. not red. And then hopefully orange. they're shrinking it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, it is bit. rather large. But see, now to me, that, as annoying as it is for the viewer... From a brand standpoint, it's getting their our attention. We're yeah. talking about it. It's noticeable. I would also think it's annoying as a player. Like, I feel like I would feel that patch on my arm. Yeah, but, I mean, a lot of the jerseys have patches. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if I was in a bit of a slump, I'd be like, this patch. Gotta, patch has got to go. This patch has got to go. Patch? Can you shrink that patch down yeah. for me? This patch is throwing off my whole game plan, my whole swinging, my whole swing. Thrown Spe- off. Speaking of clothes and attire, Al. Yeah, I got this nice makeover from Flag and Anthem oh, yeah. Friday night at the Boomer and Geo live event. Now I've, it's still in the wash; I've not gotten to it yet, and that's a good thing because you're wearing the exact shirt they issued to this me. This is on the Friday one you night. got Friday. That is the exact shirt. So it's a good I, shirt. I would accuse you of stealing mine, but yeah. clearly you and I are of different sizes. We are. So I don't think I'd be fitting into the one you're wearing. Yeah, no, this one. Uh, yeah, you know, this is a perfect uh, mix between winter and spring. Because it's long sleeve, which mm-hmm. I require, but thin. Thin. Like, it's not like a thick flannel. Right. So it's this breathable. perfect time of year. Very breathable. breathable. Okay. Perfect time of year. Very nice. Perfect time of year. <laughs> By the way, Max Scherzer said, I'm not broken. Yeah. Did someone say he was broken? Well, I think I think we were concerned. Well, it's different than saying he's broken. Two crummy starts. I'm sure someone somewhere said he was broken, and that's probably why he said it that way. He had a crummy start in uh, the the final games, right? Who were the playoffs against the uh, Padres? Yeah, yeah, same team they played last night. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a crummy start to start the year. Eh, it was okay. not he great. Gave up, yeah, it, 
the numbers overall were okay, but the home run ball got him again. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. And then in the Milwaukee, it was the bad one last week. He got bombed. Yeah, he got bombed. Yeah. But he said he knew he wasn't broken. He just needed to tweak a couple things, mm-hmm. which he did. Great. And he should have said, but he didn't. Brandon Nimmo would have dove for that ball. I probably would have thrown a no-hitter. <sighs> he wouldn't have, though. But then here's the interesting <laughs> thing. He th- didn't he? How many pitches did he throw? Uh, he was up there. That's what I mean. So he was, that was never. It was never happening. Just Google it. Yeah, Google I'm working it. on it. Thanks. I was sitting in traffic. I don't have time to Google nothing. Yeah. I ask you how many pitches he threw as if you really were I actually re- I read it, mm. and I know it was up there. Because he had a couple of walks. Is it 93? Is it possible he threw 97? 87? 87 87, Nin- 97, 97. Wow. Mm. Yeah, he wasn't getting a no-hitter. He wasn't even getting into the sixth, yeah. probably. <laughs> That's unfortunate. But... This is where we are, and you're right. Probably Buck Showalter said, listen, you outfielders. Right, yeah. Just let it don't drop. Don't lay out. Yeah. We're at a nice lead. You can easily catch it fine. Yeah. Nothing over the top. Don't go crazy. Yeah. But as much as I sit here and say Brandon Nimmo should have dove for that ball, after I sit through traffic and get to my Yankee highlights, what do I see? Dude on the Guardians lay out for a ball in center field. Doesn't get it. It All just keeps the rolling. Way to the wall. And Torres ends up with a triple. Yeah. And did they knock him in? No. They didn't? That was the eighth, right? Lead off triple. Yeah, Here comes the triple. heart of the order. Well, heart of the order is three, four, five, but two, three, four. And they left him there. Yeah. And that was the t- would have been the tying run. Yeah. Not great. See, that's unfortunate. Not great, Bob. So that center fielder tries to lay out and nothing. Then in that Yankee game. Uh, I love the way this guy says his name. Let me see. Let's see if it? you can actually get it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I pulled up his website. His website? Well, his Wikipedia page. Okay. Emmanuel Classe. They have the they have the pronunciation on no, Wikipedia? They don't, but I uh I Just listened Google. closely. Okay. I listened closely. So what did you need Class this Wikipedia page for? I want for his first name. Okay. Because they just have kept saying class A. Uh-huh, class A. A dude with green hair shut you guys down last yeah. night. Well, didn't Lindor have green hair when he, he first got here? Well, I think it was like blue for... Right. I think it's blue hair that as it fades, Chand- it turns green. Okay. I remember it. I feel like it changed colors a few times. Yeah. But, but I think Lindor was... Do- I thought it was doing it for the Mets colors. Mm. I don't know what class A is over here doing Why, with green hair. Green hair? Yeah. He's, green? He, he's on the Cleveland Guardians, which is uh. a terrible name. Still. Yeah, I mean. I heard they're changing it. No, they're not. Again? Isn't uh, somebody buying the Indians or the Cleveland Guardians? <laughs> Who what am I confusing them I'm with? not sure. Oh. The Commanders? I am. Oh, come on. And they already changed. They, they're going to, wait a sec. The word is the new ownership's going to rechange that name? That is a rumor. That come on. The new ownership for the Washington Commanders. Uh-huh. Doesn't like the name Commanders, and they're gonna. But they haven't even been sold yet. Did I miss that? There are a bunch of bids, but they. But I guess I, a... I guess they already know whoever's bidding is already like this. So name it took stinks. them like multiple years to figure out. Remember they they hired they like, yeah. redid their front office marketing and all that garbage, and they went through this whole big process yeah. to come up with Commanders, and now we're changing it again. Change it. Come People on. seem to like the Washington Football Team. That's there, so they're going to get rid of commanders and go back to the Washington football team. That's the rumors. Great. Okay. I was hoping the Guardians were going to change their name too. I don't think so. This that is like stinks. year two of that. Every once in a while, when I refer to a team, I call them by their city instead, and Cleveland's one of them. I'm not going to go. The Yankees beat the Yankees, lost Maybe to the Cleveland. Guardians. You're going to say Cleveland? Stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say Cleveland. Yankees play. <sighs> Yankees play Cleveland again tonight, CeeLo. 
Yes, that's usually how it works. There's at least two games in a series. With Garrett Cole going tonight. Yeah. Do you like the short-haired Garrett Cole? I think that's the, the difference so far. Really? I, I've said that. The sh- I think it's the haircut. Off to a good start. Wow. Feel okay, nice so you and light, like it. loose. Definitely loose. Yeah. I'm a, you know, I've, I've never been a big long hair guy, so yeah. the, I, I I respect the fact that he, like, committed to the flow, but yeah. it just never really did it for me. So I, I like this look for Garrett Cole better. Now, it could have just been, hey, start of the season, we're going to start it with a nice fresh cut, and then he's going to let it go the rest of the way. So maybe the flow will be back. But I would think once you get to the summertime, right, wouldn't you rather less yeah. hair then? You want less hair. Yeah. Yeah, I individually, I like guys with shorter hair. Collectively, when the Mets had all those freaks with long hair, I kind of like that. <laughs> the freaks? We had like DeGrom's DeGrom. a freak? We had... Uh, Who else, Al? We had uh, <laughs> the, the long-haired blonde fella. Uh, what was his name? Syndergaard. Okay. What was and his first name? Noah. Okay, good. And then Eddie reminded me, because I knew there was oh, another guy. He, I was going to say, he gave you... All right. It was like DeGrom, baby DeGrom, or DeGrom Jr. Who I Right now, I can't think Robert of his name. Gisellman. Robert Gazelman. Robert yes. Yeah. Yes. I like when they had three long-haired guys. I'm in for that. Okay. Just like you want Team three effort. guys with blue hair. That's fun. One guy with blue hair, blue hair shutting you down, the Yankees, not good. I thought it was it's green. bad luck. Wasn't it green? Didn't you say green, not blue? Green. 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 Class A. Class A. Emmanuel. Great name. Emmanuel. Class A. Must have been fun when he was in the minors pitching for Class A, whatever their <laughs> Class A team was. The Guardians. Cl- class A. Yeah, well, they wouldn't have been the Guardians at that point. They probably called them Clace down there. Like, no, probably, no, yeah, no yeah, idea. I don't know the French pronunciation <laughs> French? down there in minor leagues. <laughs> Come on. Classe. He's definitely not French. Yeah. You don't know that. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's not. How about the Yankees gave up a whole lot of walks last well, night? Well, Domingo Herman, five of them. Yeah. Five for Herman, four of the rest of the uh, relievers along the way. And did he, um, I was reading, a bunch of them were in, like, leadoff hitters he was walking. He's yeah, just he walking lead. Did not have his pass. command, as they say last night, Al. Here's a free pass to start the inning. Enjoy. But still, I mean, it wasn't like he got bombed or they gave up a ton of runs. It's That's a true. Tight ball game. They lose three to two. Yeah. Their first four batters in, they were up two nothing, and then that was it for the offense. And how do you feel about this uh, pitcher Hunter Gaddis? This uh, Hunter Gaddis. I don't know much about him. I just about. heard Pat Boyle say I think it's maybe only has four big league starts. Oh, well, let's go. You got Garrett Cole on the mound. That's a win for the Yankees. See, that's the great, you know, this is that prototypical spot where you're like, oh, bet the house on the Yankees yeah. tonight, and then phew, they take a loss. Hunter Gaddis. Maybe it's Gaddis. 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 25. Yeah, he's got four career starts. Two last year and two so far this season. I was impressed that the Mets uh, actually won that, you know, got hits and runs off you, Darvish. I was impressed by that. You were impressed that the Mets got hits and runs. Off of you, Darvish. Okay. I mean, you, Darvish, he's good. He's good. I mean, it was a good matchup last night. Darvish Scherzer. Yeah, I normally don't like that. You, Darvish. I like a matchup tonight for the Yankees. Yeah, you want ace versus loser. Yeah. Because that's a win. You, you you get a really like we really could have been playing head games with Max Scherzer if the Mets got no runs off of you Darvish and he mm-hmm. loses that game. Now yeah. all of a sudden it's like, what is going on with Max Scherzer? What's the deal with Max Scherzer? Meanwhile, we're just tossing him against the great the great pitchers. Yeah. And I know you Darvish had those like he wasn't he didn't he stink with the Dodgers? Uh, I forget. He's bounced around. Yeah. He's had some some years that were not so great. He was really good. Then he stunk, and then I think he's really good again. Ah, He's 36 already. He'll be 37 in August. August. 
Uh, no, he was. He had one season with the Dodgers. Actually, which, part of a season, which he was got not traded good. there. It was okay, regular season wise. Let me see what he did at the postseason. Yeah, that year, Al. I know. Like, yeah, people bad, felt in the, the, bad in the playoffs. yeah, bad in the post postseason. Four starts, ERA north of six. Mm. 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 And then he went to the Cubs, where he wasn't great until his last season there. The COVID year, he had a good year. And with San Diego, he's been. Of course he had a good year. He was pitching against dudes with COVID. They couldn't swing the bat, (laughs) CeeLo. Come on. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, I've got some more baseball notes from the Mets and Yankees. I've got uh, uh, notes from around the MLB. Wow, look at you. i got an NFL note, and I've got a bizarre story involving the Dalai Lama. I I mean, this guy. Big hitter, the Lama. (laughs) Long. <laughs> really is just a bad look for him. Oh, and then right. uh, Geo with Jerry Recco at oh. the top. Welcome back to the warm-up show. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. By the way, I forgot to introduce you the first segment, CeeLo. That's okay. This... I, would, I would hope we've done this enough times yeah. now. People recognize the voice, right? Yep. A uh, fellow named Chris reached out to me and said, uh, you haven't announced CeeLo this whole opening segment. Oh. Most of us know it's him, but I can picture those who don't listen, who don't listen often, go, who the hell is this guy? Fair enough. Good point, Chris. This... I'll take back what I said, so we'll let Al uh, get that out of the way now. This guy's name is CeeLo. He's in for Jerry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. oh, good morning. Jerry is in for Boomer. Now, have you done a warm-up program with the great Peter Schwartz? You have. Yes? I have. Okay, that'll be tomorrow. Hidden well, Valley I, uh, Jerry, Jerry may be doing it tomorrow. Is that right? Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll have to confirm that. All but right. uh, I have done it with Peter. Uh, I have done it with uh, you. I've done it with uh, Jerry. Uh, then one other quick message here. Item, note. An item oh, is uh, oh, a, a oh. fellow named Matt says he was stuck in the Holland Tunnel with me and Jerry this morning. <laughs> I heard you hung. <laughs> yes. I was in the Cintas truck. I actually was right next to this guy. Wait, hold on. I thought you said it was one lane. You had the thing. No, going. it was two lanes. Two lanes? We're both being blocked by 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 um, MTA trucks. So they had one in each lane. One in each lane. See, that's interesting. Slow I went rolling through, each other. I went through at, it had to be 335, and you still had the one lane coned off. Right, so they probably so they slow removed roll. the cones. In another slow roll that I wasn't a part of. And then slow rolled yes. back the other way. Yeah, it's, they're a bunch of losers. It's a bunch of, it's a loser mentality. The city of New York sucks. We finally get the inbound Holland back after yeah. years of construction and That's you guys stupid. still running into trouble. I blame, uh, you know what, after 9-11, they decided we were going to just open construction to everything. Like that was the way we we're going to restart the economy. So not just everything's under construction yep. at all times. I, and it started after 9-11. Is that right? A hundred percent. Obama put never, that never, in. Ob- <laughs> <laughs> Where, from Chicago, Illinois? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I really felt like that was Obama's fault, but yet that not was the Bush was administration. I'm confused. No, you're a few years off there, Al. At some point, someone decided yeah. everything was going to go under construction. Okay. And that's where we're at. I got it. Uh, yeah. So, oh, did you happen to see yet in the Mets-Padres game last night, there were two in the same inning, two slow-rolling balls yes. down the third base line that stayed fair and just, like, stopped on the line. Yes. That was wild. Buck Walter after the game giving credit to the city field groundskeepers yeah. for helping them out there. Yeah. That was crazy. One was a bunt, a Guillermo bunt, right? And it just Giorme, yeah. Giorme bunt. It just stopped dead on <laughs> that line. 
Like that white line was made of like uh, uh, a cake icing. It just stopped. Cake icing. Wow. <laughs> and then another one was just a, a ball. Swinging bunt. A swinging chopper. Just, chopper that it just died on the line. It was too. foreshadowing for your trip through the tunnel. <laughs> yes. It was foreshadowing. Exactly. <laughs> and then Lindor cashed it in. See, that's what you got to do. You got to take advantage of yes. that because he gets the two-run double. Which the Yankees didn't Glaver do. gets the triple and, no, he'll stay there. No cash in. Man on third, nobody out. That is and one nothing. of my big baseball pet peeves. Yeah. You must get that run I mean, in. I'm pop sorry. Pop fly. Right. Get exactly. a pop fly. Yes. Now, Sometimes in that, you know, late game, one-run game, I, you know, sometimes you'll score on a ground ball, but late yeah. in the game, they bring the infield in, a little bloop, right, bloop something. pop fly, a medium sack, medium fly ball for the old sack fly. Yep. Yeah. That would have helped. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, it, was, it was fun watching Padres pitcher Tim Hill. He's uh, like one of those 1980s submarine sidearm fellas. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. If you're a submariner, don't you kind of have to, isn't? Well, there's no way to be a submariner and throw. Yeah, over. <laughs> this guy was more of a sidearm. I didn't feel like he fully submarined. Okay. He, he didn't like wasn't all the way down there at like four o'clock. He was more at three o'clock. Yeah, it, or somewhere between three and four, not five. Yeah, okay. and I do love a, a good Kent Colby reference. The thin fellow who pitched for the Pirates, Dan Quisenberry thin for the Royals, right in your wheelhouse, right yeah. in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he weighed. 100 pounds. Less than you. Yeah. Oh, he definitely looks like he weighed less than me. Hard to, hard to fathom. Back in those days. I love those uniforms, those old pirate uniforms. And With I even. The, the hat. Yeah. The, okay. And I even love, like, the Yankees were playing the Orioles. That's, that's a great baseball uniform. The Orioles? Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. Sure. I mean, well, Guardians. Some... Never. It's just like a fake movie. Team. What would you like it to say on the chest? Indians. But if they're not the Indians anymore. How about Cleveland? On the road, they'll wear Cleveland on, on Oh, is that chest. what they do? Uh, I think so, probably. It's, you know, these teams change all the time. And uh, SNY, you work over at SNY sometimes. I do, yes. The uh, creative director over there is being lauded for his uh, the, the drama he's putting in the broadcast for the pitch clock. Now, what do you mean by drama? Well, he's got a shot, and they used his name in the article. I, I, it's escaping me now. But you remember last year they would show, like, Buck Showalter in the uh, dugout when there was a bad play happened and he was angry? The hit by pitch. Yeah, and, the they'd, make, the... yeah, 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 and they'd, yeah. they'd make his face red and shake like he was furious. <laughs> yeah, That was like a TV move. Well, now they've got the pitch clock when it's dramatic. They split screen close-up of Max Scherzer. Close up of the batter, okay. and then the clock ticking in in the middle with dramatic music. All right, I see. What I noticed is I don't even up in their little score bug in the corner there. You don't even necessarily see the countdown until it gets under ten, and then all yeah. of a sudden it's it's there. I, I think that's when it pops okay. up. They popped it up, I think, at eight seconds in this one. Well, look, I enjoy stuff like that. Yeah, something different. Yeah, you mean it's the same routine, pitch after pitch after pitch. You might as well give us a little different feel. And I also noticed, like, on the Yes Network, you know how ESPN always miked the the plate where every hit was like, whoosh. Yeah. Is that what it was, the plate? Okay. I, I think yeah. it was, like... Something near home plate, someone yeah. Something the crack near of the bat plate. was way over the top. Yeah, way over the like top. A, like those swinging bunts last night for the Mets yes. would have been, like, whoosh. <laughs> well, like, and yesterday, last night's a Yankee broadcast, very similar. Hmm. Like, the, the hits were, like, whoosh. Hot mics and clean Yeah, I like that. I love that. Jacked up. 
Yeah. I want more of that. All right. I want, if we could somehow mic the gloves on like a, like a line drive. We know it's like about, a line how drive. How about the catcher receiving those oh, 90 yes. mile an hour fastballs? Yes. Pop. A record was broken. Well, actually, a record was tied last night in Major League Baseball. Texas Rangers, Andrew Haney. Mm-hmm. I got that right. If You remember him? Haney. Haney. Remember him from what? I mean, he played for one of our local teams not that long ago. Oh, the Yankees? Mm-hmm. I got that right. He was awful. He was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, last night he was pretty awesome. Pretty good. Striking out nine straight Kansas City Royals. Now, that tied an American League record. Mm-hmm. The Major League record is Mr. Tom Seaver. I'm glad that uh, That's Tom intact. Seaver is not in the same sentence with Andrew Heaney yes. as far as that Tom Seaver goes. struck out 10 straight batters once. Talk about a difference in two starts for our boy Andrew Heaney. So mm-hmm. dominant last night with all the K's in his first start of the year. Yeah. Seven runs and two and two thirds. All right. So yeah. he's we call that even Steven. Yeah. A couple of years ago, they traded with the Angels to bring him in, and he made 12 starts for the Yankees. I'm sorry. Pitched until he got right. They sent him to the bullpen. 12 games, five starts. His ERA was over seven. What did we, he was with the Yankees. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Right, but he had a nice game for himself last and night. And he had a really good, solid season for the Dodgers last year. Okay. So he's maybe refinding himself. Bounce back guy. He is. Nine straight strikeouts. That's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. And the Tampa Rays, who I covered in their inaugural season in 1998, down in Tampa, Florida. Was it 98? Yep, 1998. Mm. Their first game was against the uh, Detroit Tigers. The Detroit Tigers. Mm-hmm. Wade Boggs on that first Wade team? Wade Boggs. F- crime dog Fred McGriff was oh, on that sure. team. Yeah. Was John Flaherty on that initial Rays I team? don't think so. Okay. I think he came like a year later, a Sorry, year or two I interrupted later. your Rays story. Go right ahead. Tampa Rays have now won 10 straight games. Those slackers, though, they didn't win by more than a run last night. Oh, The first nine, I think they're all by four or more. They're dominating. Yeah. The first team to start 10-0 since... Two teams that are right in my wheelhouse, oh, CeeLo. No wonder you're the 1987 to to Milwaukee Brewers. Robin Yount, Robin Yount, Paul Molitor, Paul Molitor, sure. Gorman Thomas, Ben Ogilvy, Sal Bando, <laughs> Ted Simmons. He lost me after Molitor. Oh yeah, <laughs> and also starting ten and zero, the 1982 Braves: Dale uh, Murphy, Bob Horner, Chris Chambliss, Chris Raphael Ramirez. Dale Murphy, <laughs> Chris Chambliss. <laughs> so that was cool. Oh, man. They're unstoppable. They're going to be a pain in your Yankees butt this year, they, those Tampa well, Rays. They always are. Now, to be fair, the first up until last night, and I don't know exactly what the Red Sox are yet, but let's be fair. They the are first, who we thought they were. Yeah, that's right. So we let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. First three series, they played those crappy Detroit Tigers, okay. the Nationals, and the crappy A's. So... Let's be fair. So you're not you're not overhyped yet. You're no, not listen, buying it's super the hype. Impressive. We know they always pitch well. But yeah, they've been they were home run all over the place. Last night was a one nothing game. Oh, but they've now that's three straight shutouts. Really, they beat the A's eleven nothing <laughs> on consecutive days. Nice to the point where when I saw the score Sunday, I'm like, oh, these must be Saturday scores. Right. And I what went, did I do oh, here? Eleven nothing both days again. Okay. <laughs> All right, so then, so wow, three straight games of not giving up a run. Yeah, and I'd have to go back Damn. to Friday night's game and see 
when Oakland scored the let's see. Oh, they scored in the ninth. Okay. Oh, okay. So three straight, so that's twenty seven innings. And how about I, shut out baseball? And I saw Aaron Judge has been on base in forty three straight games. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, remember he was drawing all the walks down the stretch because yeah. of the home run chase. So yeah. I don't like when when um records go from season and like he, the spillover. Yeah, the spillover. I generally don't like that. Yeah. But forty three straight games of like you're on base safely. Yeah, that's pretty right. good. I think it's safely. Pretty good. Safe. I don't think they're counting errors. So I think it's a walk or a hit. Oh, okay. Or a hit by pitch. I'm pretty sure. I, don't, I think you I don't should think count an error. In errors nah, because you still made it on I base. I think it's reaching base safely is usually how those streaks. That's the phrase. Safely. Well, if I you, believe so. If you screwed up in the field and I got there safely, I'm there. I think that you count. Because that's an impressive, even more so if if your your streak continues on an error. Because it'd be like, what are the chances someone made an error? But here I am. If you need me, I'll be here on first base. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it just says forty third straight game reaching base, but it was with the first inning walk. Yeah, fourth longest streak by a Yankee since nineteen forty. Hmm. Only, can you name the three? Now they're all. And the reason I say it is their household names. Okay, okay. I'm going to say Don Mattingly. No. Not on the list. I'm going to say... Uh, Since 1940, just to remind you. Okay. Obviously, Mattingly All right. would fall in that category. Craig Nettles. No. Willie Randolph. No. Much more household names. DiMaggio. So there's one. Ah. Oh, we're going back those back in that's those days. That's the only one that's that's All right. pre your birth. Oh, DiMaggio. How did I not get DiMaggio? Right, that's what I mean. 56-game hitting streak. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. stupid. Yeah. Stupid. Stupid. The other... Um, of a more recent era, yeah, but how major house like Hall of Famers? Well, one is and the other should be Bernie Williams. Yet. No, Jorge Posada. No, Derek Jeter. There you go, Derek Jeter. Eddie's showing you up here. <laughs> well, he's a Yankee fan. No, he's not. Oh, who's the others? The other one. There's only one. You got the, we got DiMaggio and Jeter. The other one. The hint is should be a Hall of Famer is not yet. All right. Mm-hmm. What are, what are, what are some obvious Hall of Famers being kept out of the Hall of Fame for these days? Roids. Mm-hmm. There was a Yankee on Roids? Oh, my God. Ro- uh, I almost yelled out Roger Clemens, the pitcher. <laughs> I almost, I don't know. <laughs> Roger Clemens reached base yeah, safely. That's you. correct. Alex Rodriguez, Al, oh, of course. Rod. He told Mike he didn't do steroids. What? what I what? did needed that. Yep, he did needed that. <laughs> so he's good. All right, quick break. Then we got to do this Dalai Lama story. Oh, my no. God. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, we I will. I agree with Alex. There. We are. We got to expose this Dalai Lama. Oh, man. And then uh, Gio and Jerry Recco will be here at six. Welcome back to the Warm Up Program. My name is Al Dukes. I'm with CeeLo today. Jerry Recco will be hosting with Gio as Boomers Golfing. Welcome, CeeLo. Good to be here. Wish I was golfing, but happy to be with you guys. Do you know where he's golfing? I don't. What state? I do not. All right. I do not. I would love to know, but I don't know. Now, very odd story on the Dalai Lama has appeared yesterday. The Dalai Lama, I'm going to ask a question that I... The Lama. I don't really know the answer to. Okay. Is the Dalai Lama, like, is that his name and that's one guy and when he passes, will there be another Dalai Lama? Correct. There'll be another. There will be. Yeah, this is the 14th, I believe. Oh, this is 14th Dalai Lama. So Based his name isn't Dalai research. Lama. 
based on my. It's kind of like the Pope. Okay, I think. All right. So, but he had. Does, I can't so wait. He, it could be a million. We're gonna get all kinds of feedback on this. So he is. He has a name other than Dalai Lama. I would assume so. Um, I I'm not sure what that name would be, but I did. I, it's the 14th, I think. Well, so, this Dalai Lama is really a title over given his... by the Tibetan people to the foremost spiritual leader of the. I'm not even going to say. So he's a holy man. Or, yes, correct. Yeah, a holy fellow, this mm-hmm. Dalai Lama. Yes. Now, the Dalai Lama that was referenced in Caddyshack, is this that same Dalai Lama or is it a different uh, Dalai Lama? Well, let's see. This guy has been, for lack of a better word, active since 1940. So I would wow. have to say that would be a yes. Yes. Okay, so he's the... 14th the... Dalai Lama, also known as Tenzin Gyatso. Mm-hmm. He has a bunch. There's a bunch of names. All right. Yeah. So there's no way it's the same guy from 1940. It says 14th Dalai Lama reigned February 22nd, 1940 to present. No. Yep, that's him. I'm he just was probably you very. What it oh wait, hold on. Now, in there's in office. He was probably a young man back then, Eddie. The Maybe young he's Dalai Lama, like from his birth. That would make sense, right? Whatever. Yeah, we know. Right. He can't. It couldn't have been the Lama since 1940. We know. When I say <laughs> the Dalai Lama, we know who we mean. <laughs> Anyway, we got a little too in the weeds there. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> so I guess he was out meeting people, and a child asked if he could hug the Dalai Lama. Right. And then the Dalai Lama kissed the boy on the lips. Have you watched this video? I have, uh, no, I've seen all the still images. Oh, no, you need to see the video. He, The kid asked to hug the Dalai Lama, and the Dalai Lama kissed him on the lips. Mm-hmm. And then the Dalai Lama asked the kid to, quote, suck my tongue. Yeah. I might just tongue it. Yeah. Uh, no. How about no, Dalai Lama? How about no? How about my tongue swirls around the end? <laughs> how about I'll pass on that one, Dolly? I asked for the hug. Didn't even need the kiss on the lips. Certainly don't need sucking your tongue. Now, I did read sticking one's tongue out is a Tibetan form of respect. Okay, what about sucking now one's tongue? Now, that I tongue? can't account for, but the sticking out. Your tongue the- was in that hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Now, here's my favorite part of this whole thing, right? So, of course, the Dalai Lama has a Twitter account. Why wouldn't he? And a public relations department. <laughs> Clearly. So, now, you would think, you know, His Holiness... There'd be some sort of letterhead or like official, you know, when they put release a statement yeah. on his Twitter account, you know, like the president has a Twitter account, you know, yes, something you, very official, you get the White House formal emblem. comes out, right? So as they address this video and put out a statement on it, it's a screenshot of something written in the notes app on an iPhone. Oh, I like that. I mean, come on now. The Dalai Lama. It's literally just two paragraphs, notes app on the iPhone in English. Here you go. A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world, for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way, even in public and before cameras. Oh. He regrets the incident. Oh, so he's a real jokester, this <laughs> Dalai Lama. Shot on the notes app. That's incredible. Hey, sweetheart, suck my <laughs> tongue. Yeah. <laughs> he's being a. Ele- That's the Dalai Lama's hilarious. I mean, that is a weird move by the Dalai Lama. Do you oh. think as soon as it left his mouth, he was like, mm, that's probably going to come back to bite me? <laughs> that's going to come back to bite me in the butt. I'll tell you what. Based on the, his face in this video, I'm thinking no. No. The answer to that. He thought he was just being hilarious. Oh, man. 
have to show it to you during the break. We're going to have to catch up with this kid in about 30 years to see if he's been scarred by the Dalai Lama. Scarred for life. He didn't do it, right? Oh, that's audio. We don't want the audio. He didn't uh, do it, the kid, right? Um, So the video I'm watching, they have the kid's face kind of like blurred Blocked, out. Blocked, smart. It, so, I mean, you get to meet the Dalai Lama. You think it's... They're kind of touching foreheads. Yeah. There is a kiss, but at this point, it's just the lips. The tongue has been retracted. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. All right. So... Freaking Dalai Lama. So they got he's got that going for him, yeah. which is nice. <laughs> Come on, Dalai Lama. Step your game up. Oh, Put boy. your name on it, Dalai Lama. <laughs> Meanwhile, th- here's, this is another great part of this video. So there's the llama with the kid. Their heads are closed. They're kissing on the lips. There's four other men behind them in this video that I can see. All of them wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to breathe near the Dalai Lama, but the Dalai Lama will let you suck his tongue. <laughs> So weird. Oh, that is weird, wild stuff. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, let's take weird, a quick break here. Stuff. I got one more NFL note that I've saved, CeeLo, for the other side. I mean, and then How uh, could you possibly top the suck my tongue story? And then Gio and Jerry. <laughs> Six. And CeeLo. Oh, yeah. Hi, oh, yeah. Sportsman. Sportsman. Zach Gelb. You have no chance. No idea. No. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, we just have a minute or so left. I've saved one more item for you, CeeLo. Ian Rappaport reported yesterday that Lamar Jackson is the one who actually recruited Odell Beckham Jr. to the uh, Ravens and says he's quarterbacking this year. I mean, other than the $15 million guaranteed, why else would you want to go there when they have no quarterback? Did right? you see those guys yeah. celebrating at Live in Miami? I knew they were partying. I didn't yeah. know uh, they were celebrating there. Beckham and Lamar? Yeah. No, Abbott and Costello. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. They were partying it up. So I guess that whole saga is over, right? I guess. The Lamar Jackson in Baltimore? It's so a, what's, is he? Playing? I guess he's playing. He's their quarterback. On the tag? Whatever it is. I guess it is the tag. Probably. Sounds excited. I feel like it was a big buildup to Lamar Jackson. What's he doing? And now he's just like. Now all of a sudden he's excited about the tag. Yeah, now he's excited to play with Odell Beckham Jr. All right. So. Betting on himself. Another guy betting on himself. <laughs> yes. See how it goes. I used to, like, I was in a meeting one time many years ago with Max Kellerman mm-hmm. where he was up for a, a big job and he goes, I bet on myself. And I remember Suck thinking, my like, tongue. WFAN, WFAN FM, WFAN FM HD1, New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.